Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, I'm going to keep this simple. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm Stassi Schroeder-Clark. Let's do this. Okay, you guys, I just had to press record on this podcast right now because we were talking too much. Let me just say, I have somebody here that I admire so much. And let me also just say, side note, you should know this. When I bring your name up to people, anyone that I've ever brought it up to, not that like I'm a weirdo going around bringing your name up to people. What, what do you mean? You just told me you had no friends and you don't leave the house. And now you're like, everyone I bring it up to, low. Thanks, low, everyone. No, but truly, and Lo can attest to this because she's normally around with me when like your name comes up. But every single so person. anyone. Has uh, Who's ever met you or like had like, you know, any sort of relationship with you always says the nicest things about you. Like it's you're a bonding conversation topic <laughs> for people, for nice. for people oh that don't really know each other because I will take the compliment. Thank no, you. That you is should. really nice. And really nice. That like says so much about you that when your name is brought up, people only have fucking lovely sit- shit to say. I mean, I I don't know. Ask Michael about me. Okay, no. Listen, listen. You you can't have. You have to have a few haters. So I'm I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's more than a few haters. Okay, you guys. I have Lauren Bostic with me. She is the. I don't even know how you like. You're the entrepreneurs of like all entrepreneurs for like women like me. Stassi, I'm just going to come on your podcast when I'm having a bad day next time. I mean, God. Okay. Listen, I'm not even done yet because not only, I don't even want to lead with your podcast because, so the Skinny Confidential is your brand. It is a brand. It is an empire. It is a whole fucking situation. You also have the podcast through that, but you have, you are like a wellness guru. You sell, you have so much products. You have things that you've created. I mean, there are notebooks that I'm like, that's really fucking cute. Like there's just so much that you're doing all the time. And on top of that, you're on Instagram, on your social media all day long. And I'm like, cool. I promoting that. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. I needed to know that information. I needed that wellness tip for the day. Fuck your kids doing that. Great. Providing all of the content and info and your wife and a mother to two kids. So like you can suck it because (laughs) I'm starting to feel bad about myself. I just told you Zaza was on the phone our entire dinner last night for two hours watching Paw Patrol. So thank (laughs) thanks for saying that. But like I'm doing what I can. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, it doesn't make me feel better. I just want to I just want you to know that Zaza being on the phone during dinner 
does it make me feel every better? Dinner? Every dinner. That makes me feel a little bit okay. better. It's a lot of dinner. I would say it's 90% of dinner. Not, not dinners <laughs> when we're like, at, not dinners when we're like at home. Yeah. Dinners when we go out. I really, don't you feel like you really want to bring your daughter out to dinner so she can experience what it's like to be out at dinner? Yes. No, Bo and I said this from the beginning. Right when I gave birth, we were like, let's take her to the places that we go. We made it a... It was part of our like routine and habit to like make sure that Hartford was out to dinner and brunches with us. Then she turned into a fucking asshole. She turned into an asshole and we could it was it was impossible. Now she's slowly turning back. Like it's like she was like a walker and then they found the antidote or whatever and she's like no longer a zombie. Is this a Game of Thrones or this was I think a Walking Dead reference? Like, you guys have never or seen Walking Dead. One. We yeah. talked about this. I've never seen Walking Dead. So but I'll go with the I'll That's go with the fine. Reference. Okay, so like a zombie, but like now she's a little she's a little easier to handle. Like she'll sit at the restaurant if I order fries have some crayons and stuff like that. One of us will like run her around and we'll take turns. But now like, but no, I want to enjoy myself. I want to drink and I want to like eat. But don't you want to like sit and talk to Bo too? This is my problem. I want to have a conversation with Michael and have her see this. And I don't want him to go run around. But I I mean, maybe I should just make him run around while I sit and drink my like iced champagne. Well, what do you guys talk about? Because um, you know what? When me and Bo are out to dinner with Hartford, we don't really have anything to well, talk you guys, about. You guys are like <laughs> severe podcasts together. Michael and I te- te- technically have guests on. So like a lot. So maybe there's more to talk about. But you guys are like talking to each other a lot. Yes. No, we talk to each other 24-7. You're like, go away. I don't know how we're still married. No, that's good. That's good. You want to like the person that you're married to. This is so important. So many people don't like the person they're married to. That's true. I hear that from people. And so nobody says outright, I don't like this person. But like, you can tell. They don't want to be friends. You and your husband, and this is all just like from what I've seen from your Instagram. Well, you've talked on our podcast too and the show, but like you guys seem like you really like each other. And that's so important. Thank you. No, I feel that way too. really nice too. And but of course he like, listen, that's not to say we don't fight or like don't have like he's not annoying as fuck also. Like those all the things exist at the same time. They're all annoying. They like they all exist at the same time. They're all annoying. Okay, I want to talk to you a little bit about what a typical day is. Because like I said, Lauren, sometimes everything you're doing makes me feel a little worthless. And this is my problem. This is a me problem, not a you problem. But I need to know how to be better. It's it's what I do is I like batch. So you'll see me like work really, really hard for like three weeks and then I'll go home to Austin and I'll take my foot off the gas a little bit. I think that it's not, I think where people get in trouble is when they work too hard all the time at all times, like hustle culture or they don't work at all. Then, I mean, you're not going to get results. Right. You, you, I feel like you have to batch how hard you work to get good results because you also like, I have to recharge. I have to recharge my battery. And if I don't have that time, I'm not effective. So you have to, it's, it is sort of a balancing act. When I come out to LA, it's balls to the walls, doesn't matter, let's go. Every single second of the day is scheduled. Mm-hmm. But when I get back on Monday, it'll like 
be a little bit easier. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So I need to move and make trips back here so that it's like I have separating. I have like can separate and have like my time to chill. And then I mean, I would say you guys probably already do this. Like if you're say you're going to have like 10 podcast guests instead of spreading them out over the month, do them all in one week. So then you have three weeks to sort of step back and see what you're going to do higher level. Meaning like, are you launching I mean, I'm just making this up. A Pinot Grigio that we would really like. A Pinot Grigio. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing high level? You can do that in those three weeks instead of spreading out 10 guests over three weeks. Another thing is like, I really am not a fan of doing calls throughout the week. Like, pick a day to do your calls. Yeah. Because then you don't have that space or that time to be creative and work on the business, not in it. Okay. Honestly, you're speaking to my soul right now because everything you're saying is like, oh, yes, I feel like I do that okay. without meaning to do it. But like, I'm not doing the most like you or like that seems I don't I don't feel like I've, I am. I've never seen anyone do a holiday decor like you. You're like, I look at Pinterest in July for Halloween. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is she talking about? I'm searching on Amazon. What can be overnighted to me on Halloween? I don't know what <laughs> when you said that I was like. What does she mean? Wait, that makes me feel so good about myself. That is planning so far ahead. Another thing you did that I was really impressed with is the way you laid out your wedding. Like, that was... Uh, I was thinking about that this this morning. I was like, what? Like, how did you do that? That was a lot of work. What do you mean lay it out? Going across the world with a two-year-old. Yeah, that was difficult. And you did make it seem effortless. Like, watching it, like, the dress, everything felt very effortless. And I know it's not effortless doing that in another country where you don't— and maybe you brought your own hair and makeup, but you don't have your hair, your makeup, your nails, your spray tan, like, your things there. Yeah. It's a lot of coordination. That's not a joke. And Lowe's smiling, maybe Lowe helped you a lot. I mean— Honestly, the wedding was a, it was felt, a lot. I felt like it it was effortless. She so. also did her own makeup for her Stop. wedding. She did. Okay, she had her hair done, but she did her own makeup you, because you felt like you do it the best. Yeah, and I don't like to look too done. And like, I didn't want. Yeah, no, it was like not even a question as to like whether I'd have she a was makeup. A pretty artist. chill bride. Like everything you said is actually kind of true. It, it was a lot of logistics. It felt easy. Yeah. What are you guys talking about to take it to your? I can't even do that like on a normal day when I go to Europe. It's so much planning. I can't imagine getting married over there. No, but you also scared the shit out of me before I left. Because it was like a few days before I left that I did y'all's podcast. And you both, you and Michael were like, yeah, it's really going to suck. You're like not going to have any fun. Your kid's going to run down the the hotel hallway and you're like not going to get any time alone. And like, good luck. You're probably just going to have room service every day. I'm like, what? You proved me wrong though. I was like, look, she's, you made it seem effortless. It was not effortless for me traveling to Europe with a one year old it was not I think because it had to be fun because it was our wedding we hadn't been to Europe in so long you know after like the couple of years that we had it was like this has to be fun otherwise what what is life worth anymore so like it we made it fun it was like not an option to fail but how (laughs) did you know about the backgrounds how the dress would look like it just looked very like planned and I know it's hard to plan with people you don't know across the world yeah I don't know that just felt like a lot well we had a wedding planner okay like it helped do all of so did I but like like, the logisticals and I just you know what I think you must have had a good wedding planner too when you choose things that you like like 
individual things that you just like them individually, so, like they kind of all end up flowing together. Your dress is one of my favorite dresses I've ever <gasps> seen. Thank you. No, I'm not joking. Lauren. The dress was insane. No, but like, thank you. I was so like, oh my God. Like a week before we left, I'm like, no. Are people going to say it's too boring? Are people going to think it was... Because you know you start... like you, You've been like, I've looked at this dress now four million times and, mm-hmm. and now I'm second guessing myself. I had a moment where I was like, people are going to be like, you know what? I was really excited and this was just a little womp womp. Thank you. So I delivered? Well, here's why I think <laughs> the dress really delivered. There's so many dresses that people get that are like hot in the moment and you love it in the moment. And then maybe you love it like three years later. But how many dresses do you get where you're going to look back 20 years and you're going to be like, yeah, I did it right. That was one of those dresses. Like, I, that's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, oh, she's going to look back when she's like 80 and be like, this was the right dress. That was literally when I went into wedding dress shopping. That is what I said. I said, I need to be able to look back on this photo at any age and say, fucking nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I'd wear it again. I didn't think like that. I just thought like this was looking good in the moment. I just would have done things differently. I don't know, because you did do things Correctly. You had a small wedding. You said you guys had so much fun. It was in Mexico, Cabo, right? Blacked out the whole time. It was it was really fun, <laughs> but got a UTI the wedding night. Like we can go on and on. But the dress, I loved my dress. Like love it. I think it was beautiful. Um, but I think I would have edited like you did really well, like around the dress, meaning like the night before, like the 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 night after. I feel like the whole thing was like you did like a blue powder blue thing. There was like a powder blue moment. There's a top. Yeah, that you had on vacation. Oh, it flowed. Oh my God, I know. You know what it was? I think you just like told a story through your outfits, and I don't think I thought like that when I planned my wedding. And I wish I was more strategic about editing that. Oh my God, Lauren, <laughs> I like. Literally, when you say telling a story, you're making me feel like I everything I sought out to do, I did. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm annoyed because annoyed. Thank you. I'm like, thank you. Because whenever Lo and I are trying to like plan something, I'm like, it has to tell a story. Every detail has to tell the fucking story. The Instagram flow of everything. It was really, really, really nice. Like, wow. You know, good. I. Not everyone I don't from even know reality how to- shows nails their <laughs> wedding dress. Do you know what I mean? That's true. No, no, that's true. It does feel good to know that I'm like kind of one of the only ex-reality stars to have nailed a wedding look. You nailed the wedding look. Yeah. 10 out of 10. The whole, not just the look though, the whole flow. The okay. wedding flow. That we Let's like coin this. The wedding the flow. The wedding yeah, and like flow. How can we monetize that? Like telling a story through the clothes. Do a story, a Stassi storyboard wedding. <laughs> like, show us what to do. You know what? I, I need you to tell me what I need to do. You should do, to a, make me, uh, do to, a wedding book. You're so good. Maybe it's not a wedding book. Maybe it's like how to plan like wedding slash holiday. You're so into all that. If you're planning for something in July, you're obviously passionate about that. I would hone into that. Do you ever think about being like um, um, an entrepreneur consultant? (laughs) If I wasn't doing what I was doing, for sure, like my only thing would do, I would do is to build brand. I love brand. 
I'm obsessed with brand. No, I agree because it's all about like aesthetics and feelings, like what you like the vibe and feeling that you get from something and what it looks like. And like, again, the story that it tells, it's like, what is this saying? What is this brand saying? Well, you did that with your wedding and I missed out. I didn't think of my wedding as a brand. And the truth is really, I was too busy focused on my business. Like looking back at that. And I was just so busy with the business. And I wish that I would have put the same energy that I put into my business, into my wedding. And I feel like you nailed that with the wedding. And that's why I was like, oh my God, she's going to look back and be so satisfied. Thank you. Not a lot of people can say that. I know. They're listening. A lot of people are like, fuck, I'm not so satisfied. You know, you like get over things. Or some people like think that they're satisfied, but then they look back and it's like, no, you don't even know what you were doing. No, like that. That was so cringe and awful. No, no. I mean, the UTI on my wedding. I love like stories like that. It gives it color. But other than that. It tells a story. It tells a story. (laughs) I'm getting the vibe of what you guys are like. I the night before I got married. Like, I I like that. But like, I wish I would have like taken the outfits before more seriously like you. Thank you. Well, do you feel like, because I feel like you tell a story with everything else that you do. Like, look at the way that you announced Zaza coming into the world. You guys, she has an almost three-year-old. Or when this comes out, she will be, when's her birthday? February? January 26th. January 26th. So she will be three. She's three. You have Towns, a son who is, what, he's going to turn one? He's seven months. Oh, my God. It's so different than a girl. Is it? different. Yeah, there's, this is my experience. Maybe someone else's is different. But... They're just so simple. Like a a girl is so complex. There's so many layers to it. A boy is just like, he just like smiles at me. It's It's not as fun, isn't it? It's not that it's not (laughs) as fun. They're more like mushy gushy. So that's fun that they're obsessed with you because like the girls are obsessed with their dad. Yeah. I don't know how hard for it is. Oh, no. Yeah, that's accurate. Okay. And it hurts my feelings. Yeah, the boy doesn't even look at the dad. Really? No. So like Towns just wants you. He literally just stares at me. Okay, because when I think about my future, and obviously, I, I not obviously, but I want more kids. I'm like, do I want a boy? Or like, I love having a girl. Or do I want another girl? I'm so 50-50. But then I think like, I want to have a teenage boy that grows into an adult. So like, even though they're boring in like the baby time, the baby toddler time, they might be a little boring. You're going to have like a teenage boy boy that Your wants name to protect you and like Stassi. Stassi's mom has got it going. I mean, you have to have a boy. That's true. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you need a That's boy. That's true. I would. But I can't help whether I do or not. No. So well, I don't want to put my today. pressure on, on myself. Don't put pressure. Do either, one, either one is great. Like either you can't go wrong, but that would be like really great to have that song <laughs> when you walk in everywhere. <laughs> That's true. But also it was about my mom. The song. Yeah. No, that. like, so st- you could say Stassi's mom. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. Never mind. Which kids actually did. Oh, I wrote about it. this okay, in my book. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So I guess technically I don't have to have a boy, but like, I just think that whenever I watch like shows or movies and there's a mother and she has like her teenage son who's like going into his 20s, I'm like, I get like emotional where I'm like, oh my God, that must be such a wonderful feeling to have a son that's like, what is that like? And I might not have that. You know? Yeah, but I think that that it's fine either way. I really do think it's fine either way. I don't think there's like a perfect bow to tie on it. I think if you have two girls, that's an incredible dynamic. But if you have a boy, that's great too. It's just different. Yeah. You know, it's just different. Look, I think about this too. Like you have, okay, so a three-year-old and a seven-month-old who will be like eight months, whatever, by the time this comes out. Okay. 
how the fuck do you have time to do anything that's like fun or anything that's just for yourself? Like, how do you have time to just go in your room and like watch a show that you want to watch much less like have sex with your husband? You got There's a lot of strategy behind it before you can just sort of like let the time pass. But with all that, you really you have to be strategic. So like the sex I what I've realized is the easiest way to do it is to just take like a weekend away and like cram it all in. And listen, have sex, obviously, as much as you can during the week, like if you can get one in. But you're not going to be having like hour long sex when I don't need hour long sex. Just FYI, I've never been that person. You're not going to have you're not going to be having 10 minute sex, really, like when the kids are awake, obviously. So you have to be a little bit more planning it out. I'm not like a person who schedules sex. That's like not my thing, but I am. You are? Yeah. Because it's in your calendar? Oh, no. I just say when Hartford has a nap on this day, like on these days. Wow. Because I know I'm, that oh, I like I'm here for it. I have nothing. I know that like that'll give us enough time to like cuddle, do the things like, you know, like get in the mood. And I know I'm not really going to be interrupted. And there's nothing that I have to do. And I don't like nighttime sex. So like I that's just what it is otherwise I mean, it would never happen it would never happen i think that's great that you schedule it that you're like here it is i don't i don't know i just like i feel like i want to i want him to like um pursue me kind of like pepe Le Pew, you know like the yeah skunk, like the skunks like pulling the girl i want like he's gonna have to work okay well can i ask you this when he does do that or sometimes you like Oh, but like not right now, but like I don't want to have to turn him down. So like I feel like I have to go and do this. It's like, but I'm not in the mood. I'm not in like the, the right mindset. But like because if Bo comes on to me, I like feel bad turning him down. I never turn Michael down ever. Oh, I forgot sorry. That you said this. I never turn him down. I don't ever, ever. But, but like everyone, like I don't think it's bad if someone does turn their husband down. I get it. You're tired. The kids, it's a lot. But I just feel like that one area I don't know. It's like, I'll, I'll just rally. I know. You said this. I forgot you told me this, I'll that you like, always just rally. I mean, learn how to give a really great blowjob if you don't want to have sex. Like, quick one. It's not about that. It's the whole, it, it doesn't matter what sex act we're doing. It's like the, the. You're tired. I'm tired. I get it. So it's like, I don't feel hot. I feel gassy. Or like, this is just not the, this is not the vibe right now. The vibe is like, come on, let's cuddle and watch a movie. You know what? <laughs> Here's a tip. Okay. So if you don't want to have sex, but you also don't want to turn your partner down, put the energy out there before they ask. So like, <laughs> Michael doesn't know this. I hope he's not oh, just, be like, just be like, wow, I'm really constipated no, right now. <laughs> I sleep with mouth tape on my mouth every <laughs> night. Like I tape my mouth shut. <laughs> Wait, why? Like if I could tape my vagina shut, I would too. But like, they don't make anything for that. I tape my mouth shut. Wait, no, Lauren. <laughs> no. I tape my mouth shut but like, every night. <laughs> but <laughs> but why? Okay, because... <laughs> Wait, that's so creepy. Everyone's tuned out. Like, I, okay. I couldn't imagine. I tape my mouth shut every single night because it's really bad to breathe out of your mouth. It's horrible for you. It's horrible for your jaw structure. 
It creates like um, a longer face, which makes you look older. It's also really bad for you to breathe <laughs> oxygen out of your mouth instead of your nose. You can look into this. This is scientific. No, like I believe you <laughs> with all these things. Go look into Andrew Huberman. He's like the most amazing scientist in the world. And he'll tell you about mouth taping. And so I was like, I don't know about this. Like this is like really crazy. And I started doing it. And I wake up in the morning with so much more energy and you know how like when you drink too much wine and then you wake up and your mouth's hanging open? Does uh-huh. anyone else have yeah. that? You're, that's why you're like a part of the reason you're so hungover because you're breathing out of your mouth and not your nose. So if you tape your mouth shut, it <laughs> I am stressed out thinking about it's amazing going to sleep and that can't be comfortable. It's a, I don't care at all. Like what type of tape? V1O is the brand that I use. I tape it shut every single night. I cannot go to bed without it. And the energy that I get in the morning is it's so different. It's different than anything else. So wait, hold on. <laughs> I just have a question. I'm going to show you a picture. Yeah, no, I have to see a photo. Because like before I go to bed, if Bo's in bed with me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sleep now. Or like, we'll like chat, talk about things. I'm like, all right, good night. And like, give him a kiss. So like, do you put the tape on? Oh, I've seen you post this before and I had no idea what it was. Mouth tape. Oh my God. So... <laughs> Honestly, it's a great way, though, if you're tired and you don't want to hook up with your husband. This is what I do. Actually, Not Skinny, Not Fat came on our podcast and she's like, when I don't want to hook up with my husband, she's like, I put my retainer in and I tape my eye shut. And I'm like, what do you mean you tape your eye shut? And she's like, I have to tape one eye shut when I go to sleep. So she tapes her eye shut and puts her headgear on and he doesn't try to hook up with her. And I'm like, oh, that's like kind of what I do with mouth tape if I'm like too tired I'll put it on. And Michael like likes to talk at night. And I'm not, I don't like to talk at night. Like the, it's closed. The personality's closed. The Broadway show's over. The tap dance is done. Like I'm not the WB frog. I want to go to bed. And so what I'll do if I take my motion, I'll be like, okay, I'm putting my mouth tape on. Like I can't talk anymore. Done. Silence. Wait, what the, first of all, what the fuck is with everyone taping parts of their face to go to bed? Like, I don't, I don't, when did this happen? When was this during 2020? Did I miss it? Like, when did this happen that like everyone started taping their, and how is that comfortable? It's not that bad. I think the benefit of how you feel when you wake up, if you're a mouth breather is like unmatched. You feel so much better. Aren't you worried you're going to like choke and die? Like choke on something kind of like like (laughs) iconic. (laughs) It'd be unique. It would. No, it definitely would. Pull the brand through to the death. Yeah. No, it really would. (laughs) Michael could come up with like a line of bright pink mouth tape, but like new redesigned so that you don't choke and die. I mean, (laughs) you never know. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. And you know what? Anyone who's a mouth breather, try it for two nights and then DM me and you will be like, oh my God, you were right. I have so much more energy. I wonder if I am. I don't know if I'm a mouth breather. So like, I don't even know if I care to try this. Have Bo or Lo next time you fall asleep looked, you'll know right away. I can tell you're a mouth breather. You know why? Because I'm looking at me breathing out of your mouth right now. But like, is that because I'm thinking about it? No, so is Lo. I am. So, okay. So Michael, if you look at him, his mouth's closed like this when he's talking. Maybe you're not a mouth breather. No, I'm just doing that on purpose right now to try and figure it out. And also, (laughs) like while I have you, it's really good to put the tongue at the top of the mouth, pressing against the teeth instead of letting it hang back in your mouth. These are these. uh, You know what? I'm going to show you something. I'm going to, everyone needs to Google 
mouth breather versus nose breather. And I'm going to show you this on air. And okay. it's actually, I actually think that you'll appreciate this. Look at this. This is what the difference is. They had like a twin study. No way. Wait. No. What the way they look. See how one has like longer eyes. They look more tired, droopier. Wait. So you want to be a nose breather. You want to be a nose breather. And the nose breather is the hot one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The jawline and the chin. It's just like totally. Look at the look at underneath the mouth breather versus nose. I'm telling you guys. Real talk. I'm taping my mouth tonight. I don't have any of that special tape right now, but I I'm just going to have to do packing tape. I mean, you're looking young and youthful. It doesn't like nothing's bad. I'm just saying like. But it's only a matter of time. This is what I'm saying. Like if you can prevent something. (laughs) Yeah. Receding chin. I'm telling you, I. No, not again. (laughs) Not again. Um, I don't know if you paid attention to my Instagram over the last year, but I would say back in, I think it was June 2022, I was posting about how I wanted to go on a hair journey. It was right after my wedding. And I'm like, I'm going to stop bleaching my hair, give it a rest, take like all of the, the hair pills that I need to take. I'm going to take care of it with like my shampoo, with my conditioner, with the products I use. And my hair journey has been fired. Like, no, I have such amazing and healthy hair. I'm going to brag about it because I spent all of my adult life having to have extensions. And now I don't. So like I brag every chance that I can. Let me tell you about the products that I use when I am in the shower. And that is whey products. Okay. If you listen to anything I say, just listen to this. Go out and get yourself whey shampoo, get the leave-in conditioner. Those are my two favorites. So I've been starting to use the um, anti-dandruff shampoo and that works so well, but my absolute favorite is the detox shampoo. And so after I use that in the shower, it smells so, smells ridiculously good. Then when I get out, I spray my hair with a leave-in conditioner and it just feels like, it smells and feels like spa hair. A little bit more about the detox shampoo. So it's a concentrated shampoo that cleanses away product buildup, hard water deposits, dirt, oil, and more. So it's perfect for oiliness, unwanted shine, and flaky or dry scalp, which is something that I have. I just feel like it's a reset every single time I wash my hair. And I just feel really cool using Whey products because it's like the cool girls brand of hair care. I sound like such a millennial that like needs to be cooler when I say that, but it is. Okay. So, um, the way to healthy hair starts here, go to the way.com that's T H E O U A I.com and use code Stasi for 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way.com T H E O U A I.com code Stasi. I mean, my hair is the proof. Okay. Anyways, the mouth tape, that's the move. If you are just like tired and you don't want to hook up with someone, you put the energy out of the smell of like, sorry, the mouth tape's on. Okay. Or you could do what Amanda does, tape her eyes shut, do the, put your headgear in. I don't have headgear. Okay. Do Invisalign. What are you going to do then? I would just like to sleep without any of those things on my face. I know. Like that. That just like, like it doesn't feel cozy on my side, but that's like squishing your face. I mean, there's a you lot of You don't things. sleep on your side? 
No, I got this pillow that makes you lay on your back. <laughs> Wait, how do you find out about all the things? Real talk. I think TikTok, Instagram, just like I, I'm really big on researching. Like I love Andrew Huberman. He's a scientist. I just like like a weird bag of tricks, I think. Yes. Okay. So you won't sleep on your side anymore because... I mean, I would love to sleep on my side. But you won't. I try not to. I'm not perfect. So you sleep on your back. I try. And it works. With this pillow that I have. You know, I've like, I've heard like my whole entire life that like the most confident people just sleep on their backs. Huh. I don't sleep on my back. How do you sleep? (laughs) Definitely on my side. Like monsters sleep not on their side. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand people that just lay down on their back fall gently into like a lovely slumber like what the fuck are you what's going on in that head like what's going on y'all are monsters so how do you fall asleep you you're like on your side curled in a ball yeah i'm like literally trying to get comfortable for like ever you know what i mean what time do you go to bed um it changes but like i try to go to bed early at like 10 30 well that's pretty good it's just like i have to like get comfortable yeah and sometimes it takes a while are you someone who likes to like take a weed mint or drink magnesium tea or a glass of wine? Like what's your Okay, well, wine is like, wine's just like my life helper. So like, I wouldn't say that it's like my sleep helper. It's just. How do you function. never get hung over from wine? I mean, listen, I have to drink like no sugar organic wine. How do you never, ever get hung over ever? I feel like you're never hung over. I'm not. I'm never hung over. Um, I feel like, okay, well, I take charcoal pills. Okay. Have you never heard of charcoal pills? No. Why don't you enlighten me on this? <sighs> I would be. I'm gonna film this. I Wait. would be fucking happy to. How have you? Never How heard? have you never heard? I've heard of charcoal, but not necessarily for what you're saying. Okay. Well, you're welcome in advance for what I'm about to say. I am here, and I'm telling Lauren. I'm explaining something to Lauren Bostic, something that she doesn't know about wellness. And this tip is for people on how to not be hungover. Take charcoal pills before you go to sleep. You're fucking welcome. That's it. That's that's it. That's it. The charcoal helps the wine filter through your system. All I know is that if I drink at night, I take two charcoal pills before I go to bed. I'll drink liquid IV, like whatever, but I just do that all the time because like I also love the taste. But yeah, two charcoal pills. I wake up and I am never fucking hungover ever. Is there a brand? I don't really think it matters because I've had a bunch of different ones. You're really never hungover. I know I'm never hungover. That actually maybe like once a year. Like once a year. Hold on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. When you were on Vanderpump, I'm talking before. I didn't know about charcoal pills so back then. So were you hungover on Vanderpump? Fuck yeah, I was. Okay, if you were just going to say no, <laughs> I was going to be like, you need to brand charcoal pills right I now. I was hungover on every time but I filmed. But you weren't taking charcoal pills. Yeah, I didn't know about it. I'm telling you, it. my life changed drastically with, with me discovering, with the discovery of charcoal pills. It like detoxifies your liver. It like soaks up all the bad stuff. So you just I gross tell you in the three morning. business ideas for you after this that you should do. Okay, that's one. Okay, cute one. Hangover cat. But re- but really, I'm surprised more people don't know about this. Like whenever I tell someone, they're like, they'll text me like ten days later, and they're like, "Holy fuck!" That like I-, I followed your advice, and that actually does work. And I'm like, "Yeah, you're welcome." Why isn't this more of a thing? I, I don't get it. I have one margarita and I'm hungover. Ew, that sucks. I know. 
wait, one, I can feel it the next day. So maybe I need to try charcoal pills. And I like supplement, like I'm cold plunging and all this shit. And I'm still, I can maybe, still feel it. Maybe it's because you're too healthy. <laughs> maybe it's because I'm too sensitive. I don't know. Let me try the charcoal. Because that actually sounds, that makes a lot of logical sense, what you're saying. And it makes you go to the bathroom right when you wake up and it's like, like shit or piss. Shit. It makes things move. Fuck yeah, it does. But it's black, so don't be Yeah, don't alarmed. be alarmed. Actually, fun fact, it also makes your throw up black because Bo came, I feel so bad, but Bo <laughs> went out for New Year's with his sister and he came back and he was like, I really, or was this the night after, whatever, one night he went out with his sister and came back and he's like, I really don't feel good. He's like, I kind of, he's like, I have the spins. This was New Year's. And I'm like, he's like, I think it's that that Prosecco that I just drank. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think that's it. I think it's probably whatever you drink tonight. It's not just that little Prosecco that you you cheersed me with for the New Year. And he's like, I think I might have to make myself throw up. And he'd already taken, taken charcoal pills. It scared the actual shit out of him when he threw up. He thought he was literally dying. <laughs> like he had the bubonic plague or something. Oh. <laughs> he was, it was black vomit. And the next morning I saw all the black residue <laughs> on the side Wait, of the toilet. Wait, are you like scared of vomit? I'm really scared of vomit. I hate throwing up. No, it's like my and least so favorite thing in the world. black and thick? Yeah. That's divorce. That is, <laughs> that is a lot to handle for me. I, I honestly don't like that would be a lot with my, I, I, uh, oh, oh no, it made me feel, it made me feel like I felt bad. I'm I like, that must have been so scary. Like it was like at night, the lights were off. Like, could you imagine like forgetting you took charcoal against pills? Against the white t- Against toilet. the white toilet. Oof, and oof. you, the, you see vomit and it's black. You like, I would immediately think death, like immediately, like. 100% this is my last few these are my last few hours yeah that's not good that's not a good feeling to take charcoal and throw up so wait does the charcoal make you throw up no no it just was like because he drank too much with his sister yes and the Got reason it. why his, his, his it was black was because he had just taken the charcoal pills so like he didn't know he was gonna have to throw up otherwise he wouldn't Poor have taken Bo. them it was sad happy new year happy <laughs> fucking new year <laughs> Poor that sounds Pretty drastic. So bad. Wait, but I can't believe you have one hangover just from one. I mean, a hangover just from one drink. I have a hangover from. And listen, I like. I love to have a margarita. I love to have a glass of wine, champagne. I have a hangover. Not like a bad hangover. I can just feel. I feel slower. I feel fatigued. It takes me longer to get started. And I remember that you used to talk about in your podcast a while ago, you'd be like, I woke up and had my iced tea and put my eye patches on. Yeah. And I'm like, how is she not hungover? Yeah. You're like, I had a bottle of wine last night. I would like, I can't. Well, let's, let's be real. Like I was hungover. I just coped well. Like I coped well. I'm not good at coping maybe. <laughs> well, I think once you have kids, like hangovers aren't an option anymore. That's maybe, maybe. You're you're adding layers to the story. Maybe that is a sense of having kids. It's like harder to even feel one iota of pain. Of pain. Yes. Because you can't just do whatever you want. No. You can't take a long shower. You can't just lay down. You can't just be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm tapping out for the day. You can't tap out. You you can't go to the bathroom. You can't. No. It's all so fucked up. Like, parenting is so fucked up when you think about it. Like, you are... You are like truly like connected to this person and for every day for like the next 20 years you don't get to do anything you want to do i know but how sad is that though when they go away that's got to be like such it's like what do you do with all this time yeah and that's what's even more fucked up about it is that when they go away you're gonna miss it 
You're going to miss that sort of like, it's like our kids are like our captors, you know, and we're in this, we have Stockholm syndrome. It's It's also like everything is like bittersweet. It's like the newborn stage goes away and then like you want them to grow, but you want them to stay the same, but you want them to be young. Like you feel guilty. You didn't like hang out with them enough when they're a newborn. And then you feel like everything is like, it's such a fucking guilt trip. The whole thing. It's I know wild. No, it really, really, really fucking is. And it's never good enough. You're always like, am I doing this right? Like it's the whole thing. It's sometimes I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I constantly feel like, should I be doing this? Should I have done this? It's never like, you don't ever get like an A plus. No, there's never a fucking A plus. <laughs> no, that part of my life is over. Oh my God, it's brutal. I mean, today even, I'm, I have to go to work. I have to go to work and I want to show my daughter like, I got to go to work, but I go and she's crying. She wants me to stay. Mm-hmm. What do you like? No, but see, that's an argument too that it's like, I think that like and having been raised by someone who was working had to work all the time like I admired that in her so much growing up like that I feel like that's just as important as the quality time you spend with Zaza if that makes sense like they're both like her seeing you work is going to shape her just as much as the quality time that you spend with her. I agree. I think, though, in the moment, it's brutal. No, it totally is. It's in the, brutal. No, I get it. Like, yes. But ultimately, like, it's Zaza better. is going to be the fucking coolest. Like, Ugh. she has such a cool role model that, like, it's nice, Dawson, that's doing you. all of the things. You know, it's like you're you're fucking well-rounded. That's what it is. But you, you know, know what? You never want to get to the end and be like, oh, what did, like, should I have spent more time here? I think what I've started doing, and this has really helped, is every single thing that I do now, I'm like, is this worth being away from my kids? Mm-hmm. And if it's a dinner with an acquaintance that's not worth it, I'm not doing it. I don't care. Like, I'm just done with doing things that I don't want to do. Even even like being on other people's podcasts. If the podcast is like... I I, I got to be with my kids. Sorry. No, I get it. And I'm trying to look at every single thing I do like that. And if it's not worth it, I just don't. I don't want to. Lauren, I feel like this so hardcore. I, I feel this in my soul. I talk about this with Lo all the time. Like I do so much less because it's not as important anymore. There's like other there are other things that I need to be here for like I don't know Hartford throwing another temper temper tantrum that might just be a little different this time and it's going to be like a special one that I witness but on top of that I feel that way also and I do want to get your thoughts on this because I feel like you also do so much when it comes to business not just like your life as a whole like as a businesswoman you are you really are just always fucking thinking and on top of new things I just I just like the way that your brain works do sometimes you feel like I don't feel like it anymore or like I've done enough. Like I've done enough right now. I kind of want to just like take it easy. I don't feel like working that hard right now. Like, no, I never feel like I've done enough, but I'm like that in every area of my life. I've always been like that, but I don't think I, I don't think that this is unrelatable. What I'm saying, I feel like a lot of women don't think they've done enough. Even I'll give it a stay at home mom. Like you've cleaned the whole house. You've taken care of the kids. You've given them a bath. You've it's, I still think women would say, I don't feel like I've done enough. I think that's just across the board. No, I agree with you and not feeling like you've done enough. I'm, I, I, I also mean like 
are you ever like, I don't want to yeah, any, like I, anymore? I, I take time. I take time. You'll see me off Instagram stories for three days. You'll see me. I, I don't, I'm not someone who's posting on Instagram, um, like the grid every single day. Like I definitely take space. I feel like I'm in this like game for the, the long run. And if you're going to do something for the long run, you have to sustain your energy. And how to do that is you have to be very thoughtful and purposeful about how you're posting content. When I see a young creator, like someone on TikTok, and they're posting like seven times a day, or they're posting every single day, my brain goes to, there's going to be a time where this stops serving you and you have to say no to every day so you can say yes to bigger projects. It's totally mm-hmm. reframing. I, I will go off the grid all the time. I did it. Um, I think I did it on like I did it uh, three days for Christmas. I'm like, I'm done. I need break. I know when I need to tap out. Um, it's not, it may look like it's always sort of on, but it's not always on in my life. I'm off. I'm no makeup. I'm like in disgusting sweats with mouth tape on. No, I actually did want to know too, if you wore disgusting sweats. Oh my God. I'm a slob. We talked about this yesterday. I'm a slob. I like, don't know that I believe you though. I, I'm so psychically organized and the complete utter opposite. There's no in between. My hotel room on on New Year's was broccolini on the side of the bed with 16 different cups some that's, with magnesium in it the kids shit is everywhere there's formula and it's a fucking nightmare like it's it's chaotic Michael can't stand it it's like our biggest <laughs> fight because he's anal and clean no so am I like I can't stand oh as much a, a hotel room oh you if hate there, it if there is anything in that hotel room that like a water bottle that's empty i'm like why the why why didn't you just throw it away why didn't you just throw it out i can't have anything out it like really i can't go to sleep if anything's out i'm like i get very like like artistic in the way where i want like everything to be like messed up so then i can like psycholy organize it it's very gemini okay my house will get like slob and then one day i'll just make it crazy interesting uh, people ha- think i think i need to like <laughs> i mean i don't do people really want to see like i do yeah okay, i right, do okay. i want to you see, your- see my closet <laughs> no that would make me feel so much okay, better i'm gonna to show see. that i'm gonna show that someone else asked me to show that i'm like okay if you want to see the broccolini by my bed like okay why broccolini by your bed though because it's so good with chili flake and olive oil and lemon and i still need to lose 15 pounds after towns and we got to do what we got to do you know <laughs> I can be a real slob and I think maybe I need to show that like on my Instagram story. I don't it's it's not like pretty at all. I try to be a little bit inspiring, but sometimes I think I'll just show the the grossness of it all. I think you should. Okay. Because you seem like the person when I look at you on social media and listen, I hate the phrase having it all. I don't like it. I've talked about it a million times. I hate the phrase. I I just need to think there's no other way for me to describe what I'm trying to to say. I also hate that it's always just about women, whatever. But like, it looks like you have it all. Like, you could want nothing more. And on top of that, your shit is together. You wear silk pajamas to bed. Like, I like can't imagine you just like looking like shit. I sleep naked. It's bad for your lymphatic system to wear pajamas. (laughs) How do you know everything? How do you know that? Don't you guys feel like it's so uncomfortable to have a band digging into you with like a bra digging into you? Oh, when I don't you're wear sleeping. No, no yeah, one hundred percent. Just like a no. Oh, like we're a, like a okay, little, a little, sh- a little uh, button up spine, I guess. 
No, just like a little top and underwear. <laughs> like underwear is giving it's too tight. Really? For me, for me. I don't know. I like I'm I'm on the weight loss train right I now. I still wear my like. maternity underwear. Oh, I order it. That is the best underwear if anyone's looking. The one with the thick band. Well, it's like, well, these are I'm wearing. Stassi's going to show me like really cute, pretty. No, they are. They're cute. They're they're black and then have just like lace at the top that grows with you. But like, doesn't have lace. I just like that it doesn't, it doesn't dig into your skin because it grows with you. So you're honoring your lymphatic system without knowing that you're honoring it. I am (laughs) such a wellness queen. I just like can't believe it. Michael put Towns to bed the other night and like put him in a pajama set. And I woke up the next morning and there was like a band lined and I was like, oh, no, 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 Wait, so Towns doesn't get to wear pajamas? He gets to wear a onesie. Yeah. Like I'm not like a, I am not like a crazy like schedule, like here's their nap time mom. Like, but I would like him to be comfortable for his lymphatic system at night. That is one thing. So a onesie. Okay. Does Zaza get to wear jammies? She doesn't want to. She takes them off. I think it's because I like, she probably sees me. I don't know. Fascinating. She sleeps hot. Wait, that's fascinating. We're going down so many holes. Like this is. I know nothing about this is going to make sense, but I'm enjoying every single moment of it. It's such a different interview. Like I love it. And also I have to just ask this. So you're not serious about the naps and like what time they nap? Not at all. I am the most serious about it. That's okay. And I'm so fascinated by when somebody does it differently because I want to know what that that life is like. And if that's what I should do next time around. I think that your personality it just goes well with knowing when the nap is. You said you because that's the how sex. I have sex. Yeah. <laughs> no, I also think like it seems like that works for you. I mean, for me, like, how do you plan anything? Like, well, days I have when it, I have nannies. I have but help. days when it's just you guys. How do you plan for anything? Just, oh, you don't know when where, your this kids. This is the other fall side asleep. of me that I'm telling you. It's like more like chaotic. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know. Like maybe they fall asleep. Maybe they don't. And do they just fall asleep anywhere? Are they those types of kids? I'm yeah. jealous of that. Well, yeah, they fall asleep anywhere. So like Zaz, because I've seen. <gasps> yeah, they do fall you did asleep this. anywhere. You did a post. I think you were in Europe last year. You were somewhere for Christmas, I think. And you were like, one tip that I have for kids. I think this might have been before Towns was born. I don't know. Yeah. And you posted. It was like Zaza sleeping in a restaurant. You guys were like sitting somewhere. I think it was like a couch type of situation. And you were like, teach them, like bring them with you wherever you go. And then they're just like forced to like kind of figure it out. You said something like that. Totally. It keeps them independent. I feel like just bring them along, like show them the chaos when it gets for for me, when I think it gets too structured, I think that they need to learn to be malleable. Like, we, but we also travel to like, um, not just um, for fun. Like we'll travel, we're here for work right now. Yeah. So they're going to have to like, we're in a different hotel than we were last week. Like you're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, I, but I think that's like exciting for them. Is it not? It is, but it it really does throw the quote unquote schedule off. True. Yeah. It's hard to have a schedule when you're like in hotel rooms. It's just, it's difficult. Yeah. Michael's more organized than I am. You and Michael would, would get along better. Mm-hmm. I'm chaotic. No. I'm like, if the, she's tired, tired. If she's not, what am I going to do? Oh my God. No. Cause then I think ahead. I'm like, if she's not and she doesn't go to sleep now, then she might fall asleep at like five and then she'd wake up at like, then her, she's past her bedtime because what? No, she has someone put her in the crib right now to force her down for a nap. Like, okay. But what if, what if you kept her up till seven? 
Oh no, her she goes to bed at like eight. Okay, I mean, like, what if she had no nap though? This is what if she had no nap? Because I'd like a break during the day. I know, but then you can wake up at eight instead of six. This is how I think. I'm like, God, I would love an extra two hours today. So keep those eyes open. Let's tape them open. Okay. Do you All know right. what I'm saying? Because then if I can keep her up past seven, uh-huh. then she's maybe going to sleep in a little then longer. Then she'll sleep in because she didn't have a nap. So I can wake up and meditate. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? So sometimes it works for you. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I just need to have that break during the day. <laughs> Is she always go to sleep? What do you mean? Like, it, like what's the nap time? Around like twelve thirty one. Okay, so is she, is she always going to bed every single time she closes her Today, eyes? Today she did not. <laughs> is this the one day? This, but that's because it was raining so hardcore that she felt she, my energy. She couldn't go she to. Knew was coming she, she couldn't go to the playground. She couldn't go do any of the things. So she was just in the house this morning, and she knew you were coming. So totally. But normally, other other, yeah. she always goes to sleep at this time. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with that then. See. That's yeah. not how my kids are. So I wouldn't, I would not screw with that. Keep, keep what you're doing. You're doing it the right way. Okay. All, all the parents are going to DM you and be like, Lauren is, doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. But there's something like really cool to like see that you can take your kids out and that kid can just nap in public. Like Hartford could never. What about if you put her in like a stroller? She won't fall asleep. You know that she, that she is so fucking into whatever is going on. There is no way. She's too much FOMO. She, there's no way. So she won't, there's got to be a day that you guys were out and you didn't, you couldn't get home for a nap. What do you do? No, she just doesn't nap then. (laughs) She just doesn't nap. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then she goes to bed or like in the car on the way back from someplace. Okay. She'll fall asleep for like 10 minutes. But you guys are pretty scheduled with, with when you have her home. It sounds like. Yeah. Cause I'm like, okay, do we want to leave the house with her in the morning? For like a half early half the day oh God, situation, you're so much more planned than I. Or am. an afternoon slash early night excursion. I think that you think that I'm super organized, but I think you're super organized. I am fly by the seat of my pants. I'm like, oh, so you're like fun mom. No, I'm like, <laughs> eh, we'll figure it out later. Like, I'm the one with like, there's a fire in the house everywhere, and I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do what I do. <laughs> do not do what I do. <laughs> okay. All right. I, w- I could take some tips from you, though. I, I, I want to be relaxed. Really? I think. I don't. You know what I think, though? <laughs> You're not relaxed to be able to relax. Is like, it because I don't do, like, cold plunge pools? No. Dips. You I do don't tape my stuff. mouth shut. <laughs> you're going to tape your mouth shut. I'm going to send you guys the link, and you're going to be taping your mouth shut. You just watch how much better you wake up. Your your breath, I'm telling you. Oh, also, it makes your breath not smell. It makes you not get cavities. Go research this. It's wild. Okay. All right. Wow. Listen, I'm going to try it out because I saw that it was a fabric. It's a fabric piece of tape. So it's not like plastic. I was imagining... <laughs> No, it's not plastic. And like the sound scotch of tape? just the sound of like the crinkle of the plastic. No. I was picturing that. There's no crinkle of the plastic. No, it looks it looks like it could be comfortable. Can't you just put that now you can put it on and Bo won't come near you. He would honestly get turned on by it. He's going to make so much fun of her. No, like I think that he would like it. You That's should do it. it would- <laughs> you should just tape your mouth shut and show his reaction on Instagram story That's- like just do it. Like, just see what he does. No, that's Be a really good serious. idea. I need to order them tonight. I'm telling you, you guys. No, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Maybe that's a TikTok. 
somewhere. Mm. I yeah, don't know. There I don't might say, be a TikTok. I don't have that many followers on TikTok. You know, I got to like utilize my audience. You could go viral. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you need to like pull old Vanderpump sayings that you did and like recreate it. I feel like. Do you think because I feel like that's cringe? No, it's fuck. not. No, you said so many funny one liners. Lauren, like that is like when like living your old like that's when somebody like 30 years like after they graduated high school, like reliving those days, like it was like the best thing and the only thing that like ever happened to them. That's what it feels like to me. Like you might have to do the Pinot Grigio one. Just do it for me because I really actually think that will go viral. Do it actually with Sheena. It would be so funny. (laughs) Please. Lauren, you were like off to like a really great start (laughs) with like business ideas and like branding ideas. That one ain't it. I mean, that would be so iconic. Would it though? People love nostalgia. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm telling you, like the couple of one-liners on TikTok, I think, and then you could like make it trend again. Mm -hmm. I'll think of other other scenes. You know, like I still, oh, other scenes. I was hoping you would say other ideas. Okay, before I let you go, I do want to circle back on this where I was asking you about having it all. Do you feel like you do have it all? Or are there moments where you're like, no, like I'm lacking in all in this place, this area, this area, or like I can't get to bed at night because I'm so fucking stressed about this that like. I think, and this is for anyone out there that has self-doubt, that I have always felt like I have it all. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I, I used to be a bartender with literally no money, my card would decline when I would go out with my friends. Like horrific. And I still felt like I had it all because I think you have to have the confidence and not have that self-doubt. And how you, if, if you're constantly like, I'll be happy when I get this and I'll be happy when I get this. It's a very short-sighted way to live. You just, I, I think you have to really have the confidence within yourself to feel like you have it all at all times. You can ro- like sort of romanticize your life at any stage. I have been through all different stages of my life. I've not had kids. I've not been married. I've been a bartender. I've been paying my way through college. Like, like I I can look back at that, but I don't remember a time where I was like, God, I'm not going to be happy until I have this. I don't have anything. I feel like it's a very scarcity mentality. I think it's really important to constantly think in abundance. A perfect example of this, if someone's like looking for more information on this, is like a Melissa Woodhealth. If you look at her content, she's always talking in abundance. Wherever you are at life, just like embrace it. Look at all the good things you have. Really focus on progressing and your future and stop being like, I, I don't have anything. I don't have kids. Like, I just feel like it's a it's sort of a short sighted, boring way to live. Fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, think you have it all at any stage. I fucking love and everything. If you live you just alone, said. like oh, oh no, I tell everybody fuck. that. I tell, I tell Lo that. I tell all my friends that live alone. I'm like, you don't even realize you do have it all. <laughs> you fucking, you can go to the bathroom alone. You like, can do whatever you want. It's all perspective. Whatever the fuck you want. When my friends are going through divorces, anything, breakups, I'm like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You have no idea how glorious that is. There's, there's honestly, if you look for it, if you have to look on the abundant side and not what you don't have, it's such a boring way to live to constantly being like, I don't have this. I'm comparing this. It's just, I just feel like it's a waste of your energy, a waste of your time. Think you have it all right now. Do I have it all right now? Sure. Do I, did I have it all when I was bartending in college? I thought I did. I really did. Mm -hmm. 
maybe I was delusional. No, I'm like thinking back of like when I was broke and working at Sir. I fucking loved my life. I loved my life then. Like, I mean, it really is like it's a it's like a very easy unlock to yeah. just change your mindset. And also, I remember something that your husband Michael said um, on y'all's podcast. And I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck it up. But it was something along the lines of like why you shouldn't like. Either it wasn't either being jealous of other people or like looking and being like, I don't have that yet, or I don't have this yet, or I don't have this in my life. And he's like, there was something about where he's like, you would never want to change places with that person. Because if you were to change places with that person, that means that like you'd have to change everything. So like your kids go away, your wife or husband goes away, or like, I don't know, your dog or like the the house, you like everything goes away. Like you might look at someone's life and think that you want so many of the things that they have. But if you were to completely switch places, then you get that person's mental health and maybe it's not that great. Like there are all of these things that you would have to switch to. So it helps you realize that like, oh, wait, I really like my life. It's a hundred percent true. If you're going to switch lives with someone, you have to switch Everything. Every single thing. And this is something that I truly believe with any area of success in your life, whether you're a successful mom, a successful businesswoman, there is sacrifice. So if you want to be a very successful business owner or a very successful podcaster, there's a sacrifice for the good. Mm hmm. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, there's a sacrifice for that, too. Maybe yeah. you're leaving a career on the table. You have to understand that no matter what you're doing, and I'll give another example, Britney Spears, like the sacrifice she made to, to go out and sing concerts all the time. Sure, she was a huge star, but there was sacrifice. And I think people really need to wrap your head around, if you're going fully in on one thing, there's going to be sacrifices in other areas. I can, some of my sacrifices, I am not, like able to hang out with my friends as much as I would like to hang out with my friends. Sames. I don't actually know if I said that right. I I would like to, I don't have the time that I wish I had that I just don't have. Yeah. You have to, you have to balance it like a checkbook. You have to pick. Yeah. You know, there's Friday nights that there's birthdays that I can't go to. I, I have to, you know, wake up in the morning. I have work or something like it's sacrifice. So I don't know. I mean, not no one has it all. I feel like we you just all have to have the mindset that you do. 100%. Well, Lauren, thank you so much. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for coming to my house. Your house is fab. All the way up in Beechwood Canyon. I'm sure that was a, it is a drive because you're in Beverly Hills right now. Uh, it was fine though. Like I, it's really good for the lymphatic system the to drive fuck? up. On, on, like to drive up. It's a little bumpy. So it gives you a little oh bit of like God. shake. I can't. You guys go follow Lauren at Lauren Bostic on Instagram. Listen to the skinny confidential. Wear your mouth tape. Wear your fucking mouth tape. Be well. Thanks, Stassi. Thank you. Thank you.